What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. Advice Wise Guys podcast starring UJ and QDZ. Well, 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 look at what we have here. We are the ill advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy DZ for Sheezy. I'm hoping for some breeziness because we've been getting hit with 90, 90, 90, 90 degree weather. It's been sad. That's what you call summer, man. DMV, been, w- w- it was a flood the other day. Yeah, on Mon- Monday was bad. It's like, this is like, DMV almost looks like Bible times. What, are you saying that we've, revelations, we've out. revelations has, has hit? Is People that what you're talking about? People walking on water. I saw some, uh, some, some homeless person walking on water. Dude, if you saw that, you are the chosen one. <laughs> are you sure you saw that? Or were you dreaming? Walking on water or with water? Uh, one of the two. Well, what's the difference? You're not in control <laughs> when you're walking with water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is episode 55. 55, 55. Um, welcome. We're back. We haven't been canceled yet. You know, we're steadily, we're steadily making our way through these 50s, man. You know, yeah. the 50, but although I feel like we've been in the 50s for a long time. It, it really feels that way. I remember when we hit episode 50. But it feels like it was two years ago. But it but that's obviously not the case. Because we drop every two weeks. So how is how do I even feel that way? Can you explain that? Well, how do you feel? We're we're trained in life to just Oh boy, here comes bullshit. To just <laughs> feel like fifties is just a long ass time. Like when you what? think of just being old, you think about fifties. You're in your fifties. Once you get to 60s, you're like, oh, damn, I crossed over. But 50s feel like a long-ass time. Like, I feel like I'm going to be 50 years old for, like, 50 years. That's how I feel. I feel like everybody is 50 right now, 50 years old. That's just me. I don't know. I, 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 when they're in their fifties, I actually think people who enjoy even knows what it's like to 50s. be fifty. I think I do. I I came back from the future, dog. Oh boy, this is a this is a so, cyborg you're talking to. So you're to McFly, right now, my brother. Are you McFly himself? I'm McFly. You know that's actually one I'm of my favorite movies of all time. I'm disappearing at this moment. Listen, f all that. Back to the future. 
That one is of my, my favorite. One of my favorite. Back to the Future, Back to the Future is 2. My Back to the Future movie. 2, though. I like both. Number 3 was trash. 3 was bad. It was a wild, wild west. I think the three of every prolific series yeah. has not been good. I mean, let's take a let's let's actually think about actually, this. Like, oh yeah, that's true. I was gonna say Fast and dude, Furious. Dude, The Matrix. That's the one with Bow Wow. Have you seen The Matrix? I saw one. Number and two. three is I didn't bad. See part three. You what was that? What was the one you just said? I said Fast and Furious Part Three. I, at first, I thought that was the one where where they all came back, but that's actually the one with Bow Wow. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. Was, that might have been number five. That was three. Was it? Huh? That was the third one. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift was the third Fast and Furious. All right, I see. I don't. You know, I stopped watching. I stopped watching Fast and Furious after probably number three, but I, I didn't realize. Watching, it, I, I didn't three. realize that was yeah. that was Tokyo Drift. That was three. Yeah, I I, I stopped watching it at three too, and, and then they just they're at nine. Yeah, I got. I, I just can't, I just damn, can't do it. How much damn gas do you got? Like, how many fights do you got to battle where you have to go nine different sequels? After fights, the, isn't the show the, the the movie's about racing cars? Yeah, but how many races can you win or lose to make a movie out of it? Are they even racing cars in, in any su- of them? I don't joints? know. I mean, I see this Hobbs and Shaw, and I don't see any cars on it. So, who knows what the Listen, hell Fast and Furious is about? I'm pretty I, I sure no that clue. I'm pretty sure that movie's not, not about, about cars to anymore. Take time and watch it. I'm pretty sure that movie's not about cars anymore. If I watch Fast probably and about Furious, drones. if I watch Fast <laughs> and Furious, the only reason I'm watching it is because I want to see Tyrese's overacting. Oh, here we go. You hate you hate people doing you hate people going over anything. First, you hated John Legend's listen, over singing. Listen, listen. <laughs> Tyrese's overacting is a sight to see. You know what though? See, like I told you, like I like I Tyrese t- plays the same. Sorry, Tyrese plays yeah. the same character on every movie. That's not true. Somebody angry. That's not true. <laughs> oh, you oh it's just somebody angry. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. You I'm with you. What you mean I can't come to the house? Baby. Eat, the, the. <laughs> Eat my own flesh and blood. My own flesh and blood, mama. You want to pick him over me, mama? He even did on Fast and Furious. He did on Four Brothers. My own you know flesh what? and blood you know on what? Four <laughs> Brothers. Hey, you know what? Hey, you might have a point, though, but. He did it on Transformers. But, but, let we have My to, own cyborg. We have to acknowledge that the great Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Is accused of a very similar. No, that's not true. It's Will Smith. No, both of them You're actually. Will Dude, but Smith. how many times has has, oh, has yeah, that's true. Denzel Washington played a police officer? Denzel- <laughs> how many times he gonna tell us that he will arrest us in the most smoothest way possible, bro? He played, and Will Smith is another one. Will Smith, no, Will Smith just always is like Will Smith as a police officer. Will Smith as a detective. It's like I can't s- not see Will Smith on whatever role he was even on a Suicide Squad. I could not see. I, I just keep seeing Will Smith. I bro, keep seeing Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Bro, wasn't Will Smith Aladdin? And I still I'm see sorry, Will the genie. Smith. He was the genie. The I genie. still see Will Smith. I'm still waiting for him to say, "Ah, yeah." And I was saying, "Uncle Phil." And I was saying, "Uncle." You know, I was saying, "Aladdin." And I was saying, "Aladdin." Yeah, Will Smith, man. Smith is uh God bless that man. Anyway, hey, can we start the show? Uh, I think so. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh but before that, if you're new to the podcast, definitely subscribe. Uh we drop every two weeks. Nonetheless, if you are not new, 
then you already know we start the episode off with our Watch the Throne segment, and we'll give you guys some new music, new EPs, new projects, new albums that dropped. We'll tell you why we like it or hate it. And at some point, we will get back to comparing it versus all the other good music and albums that came out. Because we do have to, at some point, establish the best album so far this year, which we have yet to do. I've been, a couple episodes ago, I talked about Anderson Pac. That's one of my fa- personal favorites. There's been a couple that have dropped since that we, we have not talked about. We need to do episode because it's, this is a half, half the year. Maybe like a mid-season award. We might have to. That's so. a good idea. Next episode. Good not idea. This episode. They didn't pay me enough. You had to pay me extra. Well, you're not getting paid anything. So no, I'm, I'm, I want my damn anything, five cents. Anything is good. And then after that. Oh, shit. Hey, hey sir, we're doing a show. We're still, we're still doing hey, hey, sir, we're doing oh, a show. Wait, we're still doing introductions? I thought we ended hey, this. Hey, hey, sir, oh, hey, do, you, do your job. Do, do your free job. Bro. Then we got the ill and the not so advised, you know, my favorite segment. My favorite segment. Don't let anybody tell you not. That's where we tell you what's good music, what's bad music, what you should avoid, blah, 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 blah. All right. Simple and sweet. And then after that, we will get into our ill-advised thoughts. Although, thoughts. 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 I'm a thought leader. Mm. I lead thoughts. Oh, like, so you mean like, Thoughtful, like yeah, like thoughtfulness. You know, yeah, you know you gotta or thoughtful. You have to be th- ofness. You have to be full of thoughts, and that's the only way you can progress in this world. Okay, thank yeah. You. You're not talking about thoughts that are full, but thoughtful. Hey, maybe. Okay, jeez. Full <laughs> thoughts. Hey, hey. You hey. let them have your chicken wings <laughs> at the strip club. <laughs> Wait, what? That's the best food that they claim. But they should not be eating your chicken. Oh, hey, dog, talk? don't even talk about that. Hey, that just reminded me about it, uh, 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 Austin, Texas. That oh, damn Lord. chicken wings. Oh, don't don't do don't He's you do about it. About to throw down with some damn strippers. Listen, whoever came up with this myth Man. that chicken wings are the best in strip clubs, I need they, I need them to come to the front, Austin, of Texas. the congregation, and explain mm. to the jury why they feel that way. Austin, Texas. Jeez. The chicken was bad. It was the chicken. The chicken you know tasted say, like. You know how they say they got. Tasted like quinoa. You know how they say they got farm raised chicken? Yeah. That was trap bando raised chicken. That was Them thought, joints had bandanas was, on that it. That was thought, thought, <laughs> thought raised. Hey, man, you know that's actually very disrespectful what you just did there. What did I just do? You insulted the, the hands that made the, the chicken. I mean, come on. What? The hands that made It was the made chicken? by a human being, all right? Oh, the, okay. <laughs> Artificial chicken? Yeah. I can't believe this is not chicken. Hey, uh, but anyway, we're going to give you guys our unfiltered thoughts. So some of the things that we've been thinking about, and uh, hopefully you guys agree. But if you don't, tell us why you think we're stupid. And then also within you know these segments, we'll get into a featured artist. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys like that. But shall we start the show? I think so. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have any transgressions. Let's start it. Watch the throne. So, with our first album, first project, first body of work. There you go. First, first work of art. First thing that they did that ended up on a CD. 
we have our brother and friend, the great J. Cole. Hey! Yeah! Woo, and woo. his and his fellow his fellow teammates that he enlisted along the way called Dreamville, not to be confused with Dream Vision. All right. We want you guys to just put that in your heads. But anyway, they dropped their Revenge of the Dreamers 3 project and you know, I have I have really good things to say about this album. I have really good things. Number one, first and foremost, I want to say that I thought that their rollout game, whoever's in control of their marketing, I just have to say this. At Dreamville, whoever's in control of their marketing, distribution, is a fucking genius. Because one thing that they found a way to do with this particular project is to get the buzz at a, I want to say a, a level in which I haven't seen an album or, or a collaboration album like this get hyped up. I, I've never seen this type of frenzy that they were able to stir up by sending out flyers online, basically orchestrating it in a way in which they got artists from all over the country, uh, A&Rs, people who are involved in music from all over to come and sit down in those sessions. And I'm glad I finally know what the hell went on in those sessions. I, did you watch the documentary that they put out? No, of course not. You didn't see it? No. Yeah. To no. me, of course not. That shit was fire. I was too busy watching Forensic Files. All right. That's uh, the only thing I watch on TV. Jesus Christ. That wasn't on, t- that was on YouTube, man. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? Any, any, on YouTube, I just watch summaries of Forensic Files. Anywho. Jeez, this guy. Well, and 90 Day Fiance, like you oh, mentioned the other day. I love 90 Day Fiance. Well, and Dateline, right? Goldie. Yo, this guy is really a 50-year-old man. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, man. Like you, like you opened up, you really are 50. Listen, Damn. I'm not, like, I'm not with what these young whippersnappers <laughs> are looking at on YouTube, on TubeU, or whatever the hell it is. TubeU. But um, back to the album. I thought that the rollout was strong. I thought the marketing was strong. I thought the music was very strong. I thought that some of the standouts on Dreamville that maybe your casual fan didn't really know before walking into this. Maybe wouldn't realize how talented some of these guys and gals really are, but I w- it was on full display. J.I.D., I believe, personally, was a standout on this whole tape. Um, I think that his contributions, his his tone, his the way he raps, man, he just has a, a certain type of presence that I believe is going to carry him for many years to come. I'm excited about J.I.D.'s career, man. I really am. Um, some of the other other people who had standouts who you might not know, I personally think Earth Gang did a great job on this album. Uh, I like Boss. Boss really showed himself on many different occasions. You, you know, just when you thought personally that you can put Boss in a box and you can kind of, you know pinpoint exactly who he is as an artist he shows you within this project that he actually is very dynamic and so he can get you with the gritty vibe he can get you with the fun vibe he can he can really do a whole lot of th- different things and I, and I really like him uh Ari Lennox don't really gotta say too much about her we all know she's fire Omen Omen is a young a young common dog Omen is Omen is a, is a poet at, at, at heart and then we get into some people and I know I'm leaving some people out who are part of Dreamville, but we get into some people who are not a part of Dreamville. 
I thought the baby, not little baby, the baby from North Carolina had a a fucking amazing. And yes, I said amazing verse. I thought that verse was fucking tight to open the album out with. I thought it was tight. Um, of Kendrick, by the way, Kendrick, man, to, to hear Kendrick on there. Oh man, it was it I was started. I, I felt like a, 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 a one of them them sick idols, dude. It, it, it it's Not just idol. Uh, what's the person that worships the idol? Fan, super fan. Yeah, whatever you want to call yeah. it. whoever worships the idol. Stan, you felt like, like a stan, a super stan, dog. I get excited when I hear Kendrick. I do. Um. How many ops here? Tell me who you're with. Woo! Woo! Wait, can I, can I say something before you finish? Go ahead, your, your, go, ahead, your, your go, ahead, go ahead. Kendrick Lamar is the only rapper in the history of hip hop that literally can make an impact on a song on ad libs. I mean, this was a hook, but minimal. Like, he, he did it with J Rock. Like, all through J Rock's album, he just ad libbing through the thing. Like, it was epic, but okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, you good? You good? Um, yeah, man. I don't want to take up too much time, man. the The album overall, I believe, was a really good compilation. Although one of the downsides, I will say, is that it was a very, very tough listen on my first go round. There was just too many people. It was it's it was so hard to distinguish who was who, what was happening on these songs. It can become a little overwhelming if you allow it, but I believe if you you take the the music one by one. You really really give each one a chance because while the the sounds are relatively in the same realm, I think each song really stands out on its own. If 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 all of these songs were put out separately, I think they would all have their own moment. Personally, that's how I feel. So good album. I like J Cole. J Cole is J J Cole is the freaking OG. J J Cole. I'm 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 getting tired of people. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm over it. I'm gonna say this right here and now: the people who claim Jay Z, Jay Jay Cole, is a boring artist. <laughs> who whoever the hell was behind that narrative <laughs> doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because if he was boring then, if he you still feel the boring. same way, if you still feel he the was same a way, more boring back then. If you still feel the same way now, you are fucking crazy. I'm just going to end it there. Go ahead. What would you think about this, man? I want to add on to that. J. Cole is one of the best rappers of all time. Point blank, period. But Revenge of the Dreamers, a lot of people don't know. This is Revenge of the Dreamers 3. They have three albums. This guy right here standing right next to me actually rated one of those albums on Ratings Game Music. Go check it out. RatingsGameMusic.com. Click on ads. Uh, the, the, um, by the way, the feds took that review down. I just want to let you know. The feds took it down? Yeah, they yeah. did. They, they did. realized I had I had the blamers they did. You know, in the whip. But anyway, go ahead. And and it's, 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 isn't it ironic? You said Back to the Future was your favorite movie, right? But you said you hated part three. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I did not like about Back to the Future 3 was there was a whole bunch of, like, C-list actors on there. Like, I'm like, yo, who is this lady that they just introduced as a new character on here, you know? Etc. Etc. Well, Revenge of the Dreamers is a third part, and just like any third part, you got a lot of C plus, C C list guest appearances. Um, you know, you got a lot of randomness. You got a lot of 
storylines that may not make sense on first listen. But the one special thing about this album is there's that one person, that head honcho that's driving it, and that's J. Cole. And right now, J. Cole is at the peak of his career. Right now, J. Cole deserves a max contract. If J. Cole wanted to go to another label, you got to pay him the max, and you got to adhere to anything that he asks for. If he, if J. Cole says, yo, I want you to get Schoolboy Q, trade for Schoolboy Q, bring him on Dream or whatever, bring him on whatever label, Rock Rock Nation, you got to adhere to it because J. Cole right now is a, a max artist. So is J. Cole LeBron? J. Cole is LeBron. LeBron is J. the Cole only is person LeBron. who making GM decisions well, like that well, J. Cole as, a, as a max player. Kawhi is, Kawhi is doing it now. But, All right, fair enough. You know, but Kawhi was, like we talked off off the air, Kawhi is a little more ruthless with it. Kawhi is a little more carefree with it. Like, I don't care. Give me what I want. So, with that being said, Revenge of the Dreamers 3 is just a, simply a really good rap album. You get a lot of timeless cuts on it. You got a lot of hungry artists. You know what? Matter of fact, you get layers, right? You got J. Cole, the head honcho. And then you got a lot of B-list guys, like I would consider Bass, J.I.D., a B-list guy. Then you got C-list guys like Kaz. And then you got the, the D-list people that's just trying to make a come up. Omen. Omen. Loot. You know, loot, people like that. And all of them put up significant performances. Great performances. They answer the call because this is actually a rap album, a hip hop album that is versatile. It's 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 unique. It's creative. You have so many different styles on it. But with all that being said, my top five songs on it: Sunset. Who's on it? J Cole. Down bad. Who's on it? J Cole. Under the Sun, who's on it? J. Cole. Middle Child, who's on it? J. Cole. So, what that tells me is you're on, your you're on J. Cole's dick. Sorry. Head, go ahead, honcho. <laughs> your your head honcho has to be a superstar player. Doesn't matter what you got on that team. Don't matter how crazy that team is. Your star player has to put up. Fire performances to make this happen. And so that's one of my big takeaways with this album is just how big J. Cole is that he can carry a whole bunch of random people. This is this is Kawhi on the Toronto Raptors again. Kyle Lowry has a championship because of Kawhi. J. Cole got a lot of these dudes 2019 championships because he is at the peak of his career right now. That's my big takeaway from it. I like the album, by the way. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. I, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't blown away. Um, but it's that, a but fantastic that, but album. I, me personally, you should, not that I, you should be blown I, away. Yeah, I just but it's a fantastic. Like, album. okay, let me give a grade. If I were to grade this, yeah, I'm giving it a B. Yes, it's about it, a B it's plus. it's like barely a B for it's, me. It's on the line of B and B plus. It's like they barely pass with a B, and it's not. That's not me saying it's bad. I, I just thought. There was, I, I thought one of the downsides, me personally, I just felt like there was too many random people, too many artists, man. And I know that was that's the whole point of it. I know that was the whole point of it. I get it, I get it, but I thought that there was still too many okay. fucking artists. But All right. All hey, right. let's move on though. We'll let y'all uh, figure figure out whether or not you know 
you like it, and if you do, let us know why. And if you don't, let us know why too. Next album, Big Crit dropped the album called Crit Is Here. Crit from Mississippi. Mississippi. Is that how they say it in Mississippi? He's not from Mississippi. I know they say I know they say uh, New Orleans in New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh wait, he is from Mississippi. He's from Mississippi. Or My Alabama. bad. I was thinking Memphis. One of them too. He's I was from thinking Alabama Memphis. Or Mississippi. Nah, he, he's from Mississippi. Yeah. So, but anyway, what you think of this, man? Um, it's fantastic. Just like Revenge of the Dreamers, this is a fantastic album. If you are a rap fan, you're gonna love this album. Hey, I mean, let's just be real. Big Crit right now is in a lane that is just not popular it's just not respected big crit is a wise southern rapper how many people are in that lane with him how many people are in that group with him can you can you name a a wise southern rapper right now You, me personally, yes, or you is you. rhetorical? I'm talking to you. It ain't no rhetorical. Can I person. name a wise name, southern name rapper? Another an wise, active one, an active, active rapper, wise southern rapper in the game right now. Active, active, uh, wise. Andre wise, 3000 wise. ain't really what, active. I would call Ti wise. I mean, what, what, when you say wise, what? what because I would okay, say Ti wise. That's fine. Ti is a wise rapper. I would say I would say Rick Ross is wise. I know I'm naming old timers. Okay. Maybe wise. What do you mean by book that? Bag like wisdom filled rapper that just focuses on just, just making sure he crosses his T's and dots his eyes on every verse and subject matter and idea that he has. Okay. I, I, see, I, 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 I know, I know, I, I know what you're saying. You're, yes. you're basically, you're basically saying like an artist who, who sounds like a bookworm. It's the, like, like big, a bookworm. big Chris sounds like he reads like books. He looks like he reads books. He sounds like he reads books. He looks like Let's he, just call it like he will that. be a reliable source. <laughs> but <laughs> I can, <laughs> you can cite your sources by I Big Chris. I can cite Big Chris. There you and go. I would be successful. But he sounds anyway, like a scholar. He sounds like a scholar, and 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 throughout the years, Big Crit's been dropping great albums. So me saying that this album is fantastic is not saying much because Big Crit actually makes fantastic albums. Sorry, but, I do have to say one thing. When you say Southern rapper that's wise, is there an undertone there when you say Southern? When you preface it by it, are you? I'm just asking questions. When you say name another Southern, yes. Are you trying to say something about Southern rappers? Is, so, is that what you? Because I'm just listen. So that's why I that's said, what the I people. Said, that's what the people want to know. I all meant right? to. I meant to say if if maybe excuse me if I did not say this, but I meant to emphasize one that is popping right now. I don't want to say that there isn't wise rappers out there, but the Southern rappers they tend to, the ones that are popping right now tend to be the ones that. Are making strip club anthems. I got you. That are making all those. I other got you. Comp- and so I start once again. Start like because JID is another wise rapper. We didn't mention. I'm with you. He's a wise Southern rapper. He's from Atlanta. You so, right. There's so, there's a bunch. I just can't think bunch, of them off the top. But they're not popping as much as Big Crit. JID's uh, popping uh, more than Big Crit. I mean, now he is. I mean, but Big yeah. Crit, pretty much Big Crit's in a lane that's tough. He's been in a lane that's been tough, but I think people are more receptive to who he is as an artist. But I really thought in this album he showed his versatility off. He has a lot of strip, no, well, not strip club joints. He has a lot of club joints, a couple of bangers on there. He has a, a joint with a, called Addiction with Lil Wayne and Sweetie. I love that song for him especially. Kind of expands his artistry a little bit. But for the most part, 
what you get on this album is a dude that's hungry, knows he's underrated, knows he's better than the next person, but at the same time doesn't mind splurging a little bit like everybody else. It's a very introspective, intricate piece of uh, body of work that I think has some great rapping. Not good. Great rapping. Very good features. Excellent beats. Big Crit is that dude. And I think it's time we, we, we start to recognize that. Yeah. Um, man, you 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 basically hit hit it on the head, man. You know, I personally have always been a fan of Big Crit. I'm talking about his intergalactic like back when he was trying to be weird and no one was ever gonna no one was giving him work no one was giving him a chance right it looked corny like i'll say that back when big crit was was putting out music calling it intergalactica all of the different galactica this that it it, it, i ain't gonna lie as a crit fan it it looked corny Mm -hmm. and i believe that was one of the main reasons why people didn't necessarily gravitate to big crit he's always had the same message He's always had the same type of impact personally in his flow, his scholarly delivery. The biggest difference I believe now, as opposed to back then, is number one, he's now independent. Uh, and 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 I feel like the, even the songs that he was promoting back then, it was so unlike Big Crit. I'm talking about like the songs that he would put out as singles, right? It, it just didn't really match his, his, what he was clearly trying to put out. What he stood for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and so when when he put out his um, "Forever in a in a Mighty Long Time" album, I thought that was the first time. And by the way, that album came out uh, 2017. But when he put that album out, I felt like that was the first time that Ti I said Ti because I'm looking at Ti. I'm looking at the album where he was dropping music that I believe had a chance to grab the ear of people who weren't Crit fans. Like, he started making songs with, you know, uh, different different producers, right? He like he, That's another thing about Big Crit that people don't really know is he kind of had the J. Cole syndrome, right? Where J. Cole was putting out music from back in the day, like all his early albums, he was heavily involved in the production and it almost sounded like he was rapping over the same type of music and so while if you're a fan you might appreciate that and you might love it but if you're not a fan you're a casual one you might get a little tired of him and you want to see him switch it up i feel like that's one of the biggest things that crit has done over the last two years uh and this album is no different you know he's he's actually branched out and he's actually started to expand his sound in a way in which he wasn't necessarily doing before and i feel like people are being more receptive to it so when i hear this new album crit is here it displays everything that crit does that scholarly flow all the wiseness and he's giving you the visuals and sort of the presentation of a of a today rapper that he wasn't doing before he got the he got the dread very good point he got he got the he got the look before he wasn't he didn't care about none of that. And, you know, sometimes you have to conform to, you know, people people think that, like, when you make a radio song, right, and I'm just using this as an example. Not saying he's making radio music, but I'm saying, 
I'm speaking on the, 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 the concept of conformity, right? Of just conforming. Sometimes when you conform, when you conform, I get it. It may go against everything you want to do personally, but there's sometimes where you have to conform to the masses to grab their attention long enough to have them check all your other shit out. And I feel like that's what Crit is doing now. And, that, and that's why he's being successful. I agree 100%. I really feel that. that way. I agree 100% with that. Yeah. So, nonetheless, See, really good album. This is this album's like, I'm giving it a grade. I'm giving it a B. A strong B, though. Not a B plus. It's on the high end, though. What, what, what was your grade? I didn't hear it. About a B plus for me. Okay. B plus. It's, 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 it's really good. Yeah. Really good. All right. Next album. Ed Sheeran. Dropped a project called Number Six Collaborations Project. Uh, not sure why he called it this. Having zero background on any of that. All I know is I have something to say to y'all. Ed Sheeran might be one of the best songwriters of all time. And 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 listen, I know this is the Ed Sheeran that dropped. <laughs> historically, has dropped the well, some of the most iconic pop music of probably this decade uh you know at least what people in 2019 would call pop music Ed Sheeran been on that wave he's been at the forefront now this album though was a really big switch up from what Ed Sheeran is normally used to which was very surprising but I wasn't completely blindsided the reason I say that is because if you guys know anything about Ed Sheeran <clears throat> and some of his background, really some of his best songs. You know that song Shape of You that he put out, what, a year and a half, two years ago probably? Was meant for Rihanna. He Ed Sheeran is, is, is an amazing songwriter. He actually developed that song, gave it to Rihanna. Rihanna said she didn't want it. I'm in love with the shape of you. And then, dun, like dun, dun, like, he wrote it for her. She said, I don't, I don't want it. And he was like, you know what? Let me just sing it, put it out, and the rest was history. And that's not to say that was his biggest song, although you could argue it probably is. I say all that to say, even on that song, you could hear the the the, the Afro Caribbean infused with the the R and B. You could even hear it on that level, right? So, I'm not surprised when I hear his new project called Number Six Collaborations. He's making songs that are way outside of the normal Ed Sheeran box that you would normally try to put him in. One example is a song with Ty, uh, sorry, Travis Scott, Antisocial. I mean, the dude was literally rapping. <laughs> like he he was doing your 19, the 2019 version of of singy rap. Probably not something that most people are, are are ready to hear from an Ed Sheeran. Although I've been mentally preparing myself knowing that he was capable of all of this uh, from hearing some of his interviews over the years he's actually a fan of hip-hop like he's a, he studies hip-hop i know it doesn't look like it it does probably doesn't seem like because it it's fucking ed sharon but long story short man this album was so dynamic that i really believe he's one of the best artists of, of really this decade i mean i'm confidently saying that impact songwriting 
the 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 fan base. I mean, this guy can sell out stadiums like it's nothing. It's Ed Sheeran. Like when I say Ed Sheeran, the respect level got to go up a little bit. Honestly, that joint got to be through the roof. So, man, some of my favorite songs are the are the one with uh, uh, Travis Scott, Antisocial. I like that song a lot. I like the song I Don't Care that we we actually rated on not the last episode, but I think the one before. Mm-hmm. I really like that song. Afro-Caribbean vibes. I like the song with Chance the Rapper and P&B Rock. Uh, that song also came out a couple weeks ago. Ooh, the song with Khaled. Beautiful people. Oh, yeah. Intro. Lovely. I mean, like, just, I, I really feel like this guy can do no wrong. And so I'm curious to hear any backlash, any negativity that could potentially be thrown his way. What do you think it is, man? I mean, by the way, this album is a B plus yes, for me. Yes. Um, I second what you said about it, uh, about Ed being one of the greatest artists uh, this decade. I'm ready to say Ed's one of the greatest artists I've, I've heard in my life. I mean, you talk about an ability to write, which you've shown an example of him writing Shape of You for Rihanna, almost morphing into Rihanna in that song as I think about it. It's unbelievable. It's it's literally unbelievable. And but here's the thing about Ed that I I, I think uh people tend to forget. He's just a really charming dude, man. He's charming. He reaches your soul with his music. He's heartwarming. Like you 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 just listen to him and you just feel good. You know, that's 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 what Ed Sheeran brings to music, in my opinion. Well said. And so in this album, what you got was heartwarming hip hop music, which he was able to bring. Heartwarming rock music, heartwarming pop music. And then content wise it was refreshing to hear some of the things he was talking about, like on Beautiful People with uh, Khaled and on the song with Justin Bieber, I Don't Care. It's just like, we don't, I know that, you know, everybody's partying and doing this, that, and the third, but I'm different. And what I care about is different than what everybody else cares about. Let's be real. What drives Ed Sheeran is when you look at him, he doesn't scream out pop star. Let's just be real. I'm glad you pointed that out. That's what makes it beautiful. That's what makes him a beautiful artist. That's what makes Adele a beautiful artist. That's what makes Sam Smith a beautiful artist. That's what makes uh, Lizzo a beautiful artist. Because they are able to speak from a place that people weren't expecting to hear from. And so in this situation, number six collaboration project, Ed is speaking from several different places. And if you ask me in every single aspect, and by every single aspect, I mean writing, I mean performance, vocal performance, melodies. I'm talking features, plugging people in the right places, being able to adapt to whatever beat that he gets in every single element, every single aspect. He succeeds point blank, period. And when you see that from an artist, you got to bow down. In my opinion, you got to bow down. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I really just hope people give Ed Sheeran the respect that I believe he has earned. And I'm not just talking about with white people. You know, that's the thing. No, I, 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 I really feel like it just it needs to be explicitly stated that um, I believe Ed Sheeran is so good that even the black people bow down. Like it, and, and it's not a, it's not about race actually. It's just more so. I'm just literally trying to tell y'all like this is how talented this dude is. Like his music, the way he approaches music, the way he delivers it, the way he constructs it, it's so cross cultural. It's so dynamic that it should cut through any sort of biases. It, it just cuts through. When you hear good music, you know what good music is. Yes, that's what Ed Sheeran is. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Great music. Let's move on, shall we? I I think I think both of us said some pretty yeah pretty good things. Yeah, absolutely. So, next album, Jaden, also known as Jaden Smith, dropped a uh, project called Ears. I'm to debate on what what the hell we call this. I'm pretty sure it's Ears. Is it? I want to like I'm willing to bet. About five Eri- cents, that is ears. I thought it was Erias. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this, man? <sighs> mixed feelings. Mixed, 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 mixed feelings. Um, hmm. How do I attack this? Because, you know, we, we technically we praised all the albums before it, right? We praised each album because... One was very professional, Ed Sheeran. Um, Big Crit was was just very solid hip hop music. Dreamville was very good rap music. Well, Jaden is a little more experimental than those guys, and Iris, 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 It was an experimental effort that honestly, old people ain't gonna get. I consider myself a little old, but young enough to understand. And so I'm an understanding figure. I'm an understanding listener. So when I turn on Jaden Smith's music, I'm coming from a very understanding place. And don't get me wrong. Jaden Smith has some bangers that everybody can can mess with. There's some some club joints like trunk rattling joints. And 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 for the most part, he succeeds. But my, my thing is, he starts to go left on songs. Did you notice that? Like one minute, you're just like, yo, oh, Jaden got a hit. He got a banger. And he just turns into some sappy ass dude in the middle of the song. I'm like, yo, what the hell are you doing? I do not, ooch, I do not understand teenage emotion. This is teenage emotion. Is he a teenager still? He he looks like a teenager. I thought he was 20. His yellow hair. He's, <laughs> he's a teenager in my book. But. This is like pure teenage emotion that is hard to understand, hard to get. It's experimenting at its highest level when it comes to making music. And the problem that I have, I don't know, I don't know if it's called an anxiety, but it's like, is this what's next in music? Like, is what Jaden is doing on I, 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 next on music? Is that what we should expect now? <laughs> Switched up emotions, feelings all over the place, club bangers that are are, are sappy. 
So, like I said before, couple, couple, maybe a couple months back, maybe a couple years back now, you're probably not going to understand this album today. But I think when I replay it, it'll probably make more sense. Maybe like in 2025, it'll make more sense. I'm going to play it on my flying whip that's powered by trash can juice. Just bump that joint. Are you uh done. That, are you implying that's my soliloquy. Are you are you implying the whip will will be pumped with twenty one thousand gigawatts? Not you know you know you know in his I'm I'm glad you said flying whip because every single time he shows a whip it's always in the air. Did you ever, did you notice that? I did not notice that. James dude, James Smith is a weird ass motherfucker. Is he from this country? He claims Sorry, he's is he from this planet. They claim he's Lil I said Lil. They claim he's Will Smith's son. I just from I, this planet. I'm just not believing that. Like, just, but when I listen to this album, Fresh Prince of somebody else from this planet. Yeah, uh, when when I listen to this project, you know, it reminds me of how many many artists, but so few, even still are pushing the boundaries of hip-hop, pushing the boundaries of music. It does, man. Because really, the same exact uh, sort of explanation you just gave, when you talk about teenage emotions, how he sets you up, and then he just goes left, right? He goes left, and then he goes right, and he goes up, down, whatever the case is. It just reminds you that, man, there's, there's this... There's this level of unpredictability that comes with pushing boundaries. Like immediately when I'm listening to this album, I'm thinking of artists like Tyler the Creator when he dropped his last album, Igor. It just it was so random that it makes you stop and say, what the fuck is going on? Like honestly. If you don't ask yourself what the fuck is going on, then you must have been in the studio when he was creating this shit. Because if you weren't, there's no reason why you should not ask yourself, what the hell am I listening to? So that is a good thing. Now, does that mean that the album is good? No, not necessarily. Because at some point, you still got to you still gotta rate the music, right? Hey, so, hey speak for present Ooch, not yes. future hey, robotic Ooch. Hey, calm down. From okay. 2042 that came here to kill people. Hey, relax. I'm getting there. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I thought we were back in the future, man. What the fuck? <laughs> can, can I can I come back at some point? No. All right, cool. I'll stay in the future. But man, you know what? I thought the album was okay. I thought it was okay. That's okay. Would would I have liked more from from Jaden? Yeah. Um, I thought that he. Oh man, you know his rapping has gotten so predictable to me. And and I'm not saying he's not a good rapper because I actually think he's pretty good, but he's a very good rapper. There, yeah, he is. And but there's a certain way he raps that just gets stale to me, and 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 that may just be me sort of over, over, um, sort of overrating him, or or, or I should say rating him too hard because I know what he's capable of, mm-hmm. or what I see him capable of. So I may be I may be get, being too hard on him. I could I could I could acknowledge that, but. There's certain songs on here that sort of blew me away, man. 
And I'm just being honest with you. When I heard the song, uh, you know, Summertime in Paris with his, with his sister Willow, mm-hmm. I'm blown away. When I hear uh, Got It, when I hear the song again featuring himself, <laughs> Jaden featuring Sire. Yeah, that was weird. When I hear that song, I'm blown away. Like, I really am. Even the song Noise with Tyler, the creator, I thought was really good. The song K, how could a song be, be named one letter? I mean, granted, the first couple, first four songs were named P-I-N-K, but whatever. K was good. <laughs> I, I just Listen, this guy is fucking weird, man. So I like it. I like it. I like a couple songs in here. Overall, when I rate all of these things, consider, I do have to say the album did not blow me away because I was personally not feeling his raps on here. I thought they were stale, man. I didn't really feel like he had a whole lot to say. That's an interesting take. I just didn't feel like he had a whole lot to say. In in previous projects, the man was was saying some stuff that like I had personally personally didn't know he was, you know, thinking. I like the way he flipped different flows. On this go-round, eh. Yes, the music was experimental, but his performance on them overall, I thought could have been better, man. So I think it's I think it was okay. I think it was okay. Uh let's move on though. Next album. Machine Gun Kelly. And we'll make this one quick. At least I will, because I know you got a whole lot to say. Machine Gun Kelly dropped the album called Hotel Diablo. We heard the album a couple minutes ago. I thought it was surprisingly really good. Uh, I can't say I had a whole lot of expectations for a Machine Gun Kelly album because personally I don't check for his music. So I can't really come into it with preconceived notions other than sort of take the music as it is. But I thought this this album was really, really good sonically. You know, I was really I was really pleased to hear the direction he went in the music. Some of the songs I really liked were El Diablo. Thought that song was fire. Just sort of not necessarily opening the album, but because it was because it was the second song. But I like the way he was rapping on it. Performance was strong. I like the song Glass House featuring Naomi Wild. That song was really good. Uh, What else? What else? Some of the other songs that sort of caught me as well, I was as I was listening to it was a song with Trippy Red, Candy. You know, originally I was I wasn't really expecting to, to like it. It didn't start out very well. Trippy Red came in and just sort of livened up the song, and then it, it reminded me that okay, <laughs> let me chill out versus you're an asshole. Let me chill out on 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 prejudging this guy because I was ready to call that song trash, but Trippy Red he he really did save it. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, overall, man, I really like the tone of this album. It, it it made me feel good. It made me realize that Machine Gun Kelly, while I always realize he could rap, he never shies away from letting you know he can rap his ass off. He actually was making good music. And I think, for me, this is the first time I can really say a body of work from him was strong enough for me to put him in the artist category rather than rapper. What you got to say about this, man? That was that was well said. Um, I think you touched on pretty much the highlights of what this album is all about. Well, let's 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 do a little let's go back in time a little bit. 
See, we got the damn time machine. We might as well go back in time, present time, future time. Five minutes ago. Hey, you told me to come. You told me to come back to the back past. Let's go back in time. Now. I was in the future. You're in the past now. Let's I was go in the back future to, too far. Apparently. Let's go back to 2019 or 18. <laughs> We're in 2019 right now, right? Go ahead. Machine Gun Kelly dropped binge. Binge was rated badly by a lot of people. I got my ass handed to me because I gave it a good grade, and I think I was on some type of Cheetos drug. But I thought it was decent. Maybe something's wrong with me. Well, because people rated it so badly, I think a lot of people weren't looking forward to this Machine Gun Kelly Hotel Diablo album. But what people don't know is the hate, the critical uh, reception that Binge got actually juiced him for this new album, Hotel Diablo. Like, he brings it up that, People were hating on him. People just did not think he was the truth. And so he has a chip on his shoulder. He's making a lot more meaningful music. He's being a lot more open. His raps are more exact. Uh, He's not experimenting stupidly like he was on Binge. And then, you know, he's just being real. And so I think that's the one thing he's been missing as an artist. Like, he hasn't necessarily been the realest artist. Like, I always tell it, I always say to you all the time on this podcast, Ooch, like when an artist is not real, when an artist is not natural, listeners can feel it. They understand it. They can hear it. And I think Machine Gun Kelly struggled with being real. And on this album, he's actually being a real ass dude and it translates to really good music. So, you know, there you have it. And and, and, and Puff Daddy did not pay me to say this, by the way. I am not on Puff Daddy's payroll. I have to be, I have to be, you know, honest about that. I have to, I have to bring that up because people think I'm on Puff Daddy's payroll. Wait, then why I gave you... Binge a good, a good, a good rating, and they think I'm on Puff Daddy's payroll. But how are we? Why are we drinking Ciroc right now? Then that's just what, that's what? just by happenstance, my oh, brother. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, all right. You know what though. I will say I'm. I gotta listen to this album again, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, and but I will say I I really liked it on first listen. I will say that it's a good album. It sounded good. It's a good album. It sounded good. You it's know, a, a lot of this music that we rate, it just has to sound good, man. Initially, to really bring you in, there's a lot of shit that doesn't sound good, that ends up not being good music because it doesn't sound appealing. That's really freaking step one, man. But you know what? Shout out to Machine Gun Kelly, man. He a real one. I don't know about all that, but he dropped a good album. It just sounded like the right thing to say. He a real one. They're ill and they're not. So advice. All right. So speed round. On the ill and the not so advice. Baby's Is that a crying, baby? Bro. Yo. Bro. Bruh. Bruh, you know was that a new song? That might be a ghost. <laughs> so, with our first song on this segment, we got uh, Post Malone with his good friend, Young Thugger. His his good black friend. You got nice Come black. on, man. Why do you have to do that? What? 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 Why, why, what? why do you have to do that, man? It's always about race. Well, why, why must you? Uh, hey, the song is called Goodbyes. What do you think about it, man? I thought goodbyes. Listen, Post Malone makes hits. Goodbyes is a hit. 
He it's 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 catchy. Um, I love the topic behind it. It's about like kicking a girl out, not because I like kicking girls out, but I just like the fact that somebody's open and you know vulnerable when it comes to something like that. But I think it's great. Young Thug, low key, is 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 on epic stuff left and right. This is another epic song. I hope he can tap into the top forty sound. And if he does, Young Thug will be getting even more play in people's books. Yeah. Um, you said it. This song is perfect, to be honest with you. I think it's going to go. Young Thug is on his way to becoming even more legendary than I already believed he was. That's just all I got to yes. say. I mean, your boy just said it. Listen, man. Hey, I've been I've been on I've been on the Young Thug wave, but anyway, let's let's move on. No, no, no. I want to say this. I want to say let's this. Let's move on. No, I want to say let's this. Move no, on. I will not Young be silent. Is a legend. I will, no. I agree I with have that. been saying I this agree with for that. God knows how long. I agree long. with that. God, I will damn not it. be silenced about this. Go ahead. Post Malone's voice cracks on this song, and when it cracks, I'm in heaven, dog. Bruh, only I feel like I'm in heaven. Listen, real recognize real with Jesus. the voice cracks. We've been talking about that damn voice crack of his when for years cracks. now. Anytime that man's voice sounds like it was edited wrong when they were recording the song, yes. that song is a hit. Oh, my God. When his voice cracks. It goes in and out, like left to right uh, receiver. I get in my feelings. Bruh. It's amazing. Woo. Man. Yeah. Let's, let's just move on. Okay. Wale. I snapped out of it. Dropped the song called On Chill featuring Jeremiah. You know, I personally thought this song was phenomenal. You know you overrate Wale stuff, but this oh, did I say that out loud? Fan, this song is phenomenal. You overrate Wale's music. This song is phenomenal. You overrate Wale's music. Am I lying? Music. Tell me why I'm lying. You you ain't lying. It's, All it's, right. a, it's a good song. You don't be telling but lies to the people it. because you hate Wale. I don't hate Wale. Bro, you, you hate Wale. Here comes the thing about me. Bro, go, hey, listen. Wale. Do I got to rewind the tape? Wale. Do I got to rewind I all the past? I, you know what? One of y'all should put together a damn a combine. <laughs> go a ahead. Go ahead and put together a compilation of all the shit that this man QD has trashed Wale over. I love Wale. During the years. Wale is a... And uh, I a, overrate him? A lofty okay. U.S. citizen. Here we go. Did you hear the song? I did hear the song. What'd you think about I thought Wale... You know what's funny? Wale actually spits harder on love songs. <laughs> like, he's a lot more efficient. He's a lot more effective on love songs. This is an R&B love song where he gets a chance to just spit. He doesn't experiment much. I love that. Just rap. Yeah, yeah. He just raps. No, nah, you're right. You're right. I love it. He was, he, I, I think. Well, though, he still sounds like Shanene. You, you, here we, see? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. Hey, uh, Jeremiah, man, he's automatic. I just have to say that. Yeah, Jeremiah is automatic. automatic. Jeremiah is one of the better. Jeremiah is like a poor man's Ed Sheeran. Ooh, I like that. I like a that. Very poor. Man I like is. that. I'm talking about Bruh, he poor. Is, he is. I'm talking borderline. About, I'm talking about hanging on for dear life. I'm talking poor. about like he food stamps poor, Jesus but he's still Christ. good. But a poor Ed Sheeran. All right, amazing. Let, let's move on. He's still amazing. Uh, you're right though. Uh, <laughs> BJ the Chicago kid dropped a song called Reach featuring I believe Afro pop or rap. What was it? Afro, do you Jack. remember? Afro Jack, my bad. Don't that sound like? Isn't that a pancake? It sounds like brand? a cereal, dog. It's a pancake. It don't brand. sound like it should be mixed Afro. with some almond milk. Oh, I got milk. some Afro Jacks. About to go to school and eat some Afro Jacks. Right before Man, eat the Afro Jacks. Hey, mm, go to first period. 
Let me tell you something, man. Newsflash for all of you guys who are not hip. BJ the Chicago Kid He's an amazing might artist. be one of the most amazing artists of our time. He's a poor man's Ed Sheridan. All right, stop it. I think he's middle class. He's more so middle class. He's, he's, that, he's, he's closer, he's Sheridan, closer he's to Ed Sheridan than Jeremiah is. He's not that poor, but he's <laughs> a poor man's Ed Sheridan, but just not that poor. He has enough money. Like he's a he's a type of poor that like, you know, he he'll, he'll get oh one boy. drink. Okay, all right. Listen, this is this is non-progressive. Like listen, did you hear the song? We you know this is a music podcast, right? I did not hear the song, but <laughs> all right. he's I'm just speaking from experience. Fair enough. This song is dope. Check it out. Next song, Rich the Kid dropped a song called Go Up featuring who, wait, wait, Roddy wait. Rich. Who the hell is Rich the Kid? You tell me. You mean Rick the Kill? Rick! <laughs> Real Rick Kill. These are my two favorite <laughs> riches <laughs> of all time. Sorry, Rich Boy. These are my two oh, yeah, favorite yeah. riches of all Both time. Both do have Rich in there. I didn't or realize. Young that. homie Rich Quan. Rich homie Quan. Yeah. Or him. But yeah, dog, this song is fire. Rich the Kid does not make bad music. And Roddy Rich is somebody who makes the best hooks in the history of human civilization. <laughs> Nobody makes... Matter of fact, Roddy Rich is a poor man's Ed Sheeran. All right, man. I'm, I'm done with you, man. Let's, let's, let's move on. After I tell y'all how good Roddy Rich is, Roddy Rich is the Michael Jackson of 2019 no, Young you Rappers. Too far. You took All it too right? far. Damn. You didn't say poor man's before. You just said Michael Jackson. Yes. You didn't use the word poor man's. Why should I? Because. He's not poor. He's rich. His name is Rich. Yeah, but he spelled rich wrong. Roddy Rich. Spelled wrong. Hello. Rich. Rich. How could he be poor? The fuck? He spelled it wrong. Who cares? What the? Anyway, man, let's move on, man. Cash Doll dropped a song called Ready Set featuring Big Sean. And and you know what? You know what I'm going to do here for this song? I'm going to tell you how I thought when I first saw this song. Wait, thought? Thought. Thought. Well, come on, stop. That's, I'm just asking on. questions. No. I'm asking questions. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm going to tell you how I thought. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead man. Damn, I misheard you. Shit. When I saw Cash Doll, I got her, I got her mixed up with Asian Doll, Florida Doll, Baby Doll, Cookie Doll, Doll Doll, everybody, all them dolls. Cash Doll can spit. Cash Doll spits like she eating sunflower seeds, bruh. Cash Doll is actually really good, yo. And when I saw that Big Sean collaborated with Cash Doll for a song, I was like, yo, I'm just here for Big Sean. I left saying, yo, I'm here for Cash Doll. Cash Doll killed this joint. She sounds like a, she sounds like a what's the difference between a poor man? A right, rich man. man's Iggy. Yo, why everybody got to have she money? She sounds like a rich man's Iggy. <laughs> Wait, what? She sounds like Iggy Azalea to me. Jesus Christ. You know how Iggy Azalea You have insulted people enough. I have to put a stop to this. No, no. You know how Iggy does. Stop no, it. You, you know how the Iggy part, she goes, how you do that? Do that. I don't want to hear the word Iggy. I don't want to hear her name. capable of doing that, but better than Iggy. Duh. Because Iggy... Duh, Iggy it, just it, can't do it. Iggy didn't grow up. Why is that? Why is that? Heating the obvious. house up with with Jesus. Iggy did not grow up heating the house up with the stove. So like black people have. So what? And actually, you don't know that. You don't know what kind of things are going on in Australia. You oh, ever been there? That's true. I, I, actually, there is a struggle. Yeah, man. Actually, Australia is a poor man's America, right? I'm just joking. Hey, uh, I'm just, I love I love Australia. Hey, I'm just uh, joking. 
I didn't hear the song, so I'm not even going to act like I thought it was good or bad. Although, they've made a song before, right? Wasn't Cash she featured on his song that was on that Metro Boomin' and Big Sean project? I don't know. Remember that song I, that was I, bad? I never listened to it ever again, okay, so right. don't, don't ask me about it. All right. Uh, well, I will listen to this and have something to say at some point. Uh, now on to some songs that are bad. The big homie Rick Ross dropped a song called Big Time, and it was pretty dated. It was, it was to the point where outdated. I felt like I knew when this song was made. There's no way this song was made prior to 2010. I don't believe it. You tell me this song was made after 2010, I won't believe you. So, hey, if we're in 2010, this song is fucking fire. Five out of five, A plus, hit the club, street cl- strip club, eating chicken wings while you're listening to this song. Like, it's one of those songs. Not chicken wings from Austin. Well, yeah, maybe not Austin, but maybe uh, Miami. I don't know. Shit. Hell yeah. Where, where, what place has good wings? Now we and don't say Buffalo. It. DC. Jesus. Uh... But no, I didn't like this song at all, man. What'd you have to say about I this? I did not like it either. I thought, first, I believe this is the one with Just Blaze produced, right? Yep. And Swiss Beach. Just Blaze hasn't like made. 2005. When last time Just Blaze, Just Blaze had a hit. Just Blaze, really? I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know. I think I saw Just Blaze. Wasn't Just Blaze on uh, Ayana Fix My Life? <laughs> all right. <laughs> No, sorry, that yeah. was uh, no, that, that was, was R. Kelly, not R. Kelly. No, 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 it was R. Kelly. Uh, it was the other guy. Uh, what's his name? It was the other guy. Who? Chingy? No, no, not Chingy. <laughs> it was the other guy. I don't know who you talking about. Oh shoot! Remember the dude that? Ma- oh, I actually have no idea damn. what the hell you're talking about. I liked him too. Who anyway, cares, man? Anyway. Who cares? The song is bad. Uh, next song, Old Town Road remix. Not to be confused with the one only with Billy Ray Cyrus. That one is good. This one has Young Thug and some random little kid named Mason Ramsey. Listen, listen. This song should have never gotten there's out. There's ill-advised. There's, there's the, the music that we advise and the music we ill not advise. This is Ill, Ill God awful advised. Do not touch this song. Negro, this song is just This song Ill. will give you. This is Ill. bad. Bad. Ill. And you know the funny thing? I actually thought if. If there was an artist that I were to guess would to make a country song that was hip hop inspired, Young Thug would be that artist. But for whatever reason, he doesn't fit on this song. And I'm like, yo, I thought Young Thug was the type of dude that would fit on this song. Young Thug has three personalities on this song. And they're all bad. And I don't like any of them. And then Mason Ramsey, I, I don't know. He had more swag. He had a he had a lot more swag. Fam, than I thought people I, I know. thought that was a little he had girl. A lot I thought more that was a little girl. How people. are you convinced that this Mason is a boy? Mason Ramsey had ten times more swag than Wale had wished he had. Don't be disrespectful. Mason Ramsey had swag. Hey, hey, let's add let's add that soundbite to replace, the, the compilation of replace, of Wale slander on this podcast Mason, from you. Mason, I'm just you. Being honest. Did you hear his swag? It was it was. This it kid, was, this little was kid a, was swagless. He, he was, never. He, he this little swag. kid has never Dog. talked that type of shit ever in his oh, life. Boy. What are you talking about? Oh boy. Anyway, let's move on, man. The ill-advised wise guys presents who got next. So, with the newest segment we have on the show, who got next, where we interview and we feature some of the hottest. Hottest, hottest new artist in the game. We got a brother who's going to, I think, blow some people away, man. I believe so. I believe so. I got a chance to hear his music. 
It's some very good stuff. Very good stuff. If you if you're a true hip hop fan, you're gonna appreciate his music. Absolutely. And uh he goes by the name of Trademark. Say what's up, man. What's good? What's good? Not much, man. You know, we trying to we trying to get it, you know? Trying to get it, just like you. Uh what's up with you, man? You know? We spoke a couple days ago, man, but I ain't talked to you since. How's everything going? Man, been good, man. I just got got back. Got back in town. I was um over in uh in Florida, you know, just on a vacation. <laughs> and came back and just back to business. Yeah. I was gonna say, thank God you said Florida and not Dominican Republic. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna be like, Oh, I'm about to pray for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, depending on who you ask, that might be the same thing though. Yeah. That's, that my, is true. My, I, hey, Miami. So you, so, so are you trying to say, do not let a Dominican woman? I didn't say anything. Get alcohol for you. I didn't yeah. say a word other than depending on who you talk. To. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, no, hey, 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 the, hey, the feds, the feds are listening. But um, yeah, man, let's jump into this, man, because you know, you know, you have an interesting sound. Uh, I really want, I think, the people to hear you know what you have going on but what we're going to do here on this on this segment right as a part of our podcast is ask you some mm-hmm. questions and then and then we'll okay. get into you know some other topics but you know i think this will be fun so hopefully you're you got a couple minutes on you we can we can chop it up man so let's jump right, right. into this man so who are some of your influences man you know you have an interesting and unique sound, so we're very interested in this question Man, for me, my influences, as far as rap, I mean, my, my favorite rappers are like Nas, uh, Andre 3000, um, shoot, Project Pat, <laughs> like, um, that's a hell of a mix. I, yeah, I got, I got, Project I got a Pat. few different ones, but yeah, Jay, Big, I'm a huge Tupac fan. Mm. Um, that's yeah. I was, I ju- pretty yo, much them. I just watched Juice yesterday. Yeah, oh Juice, Juice for like the, <laughs> for like the fifth time. Love that joint, yeah. man. Pac is Pac is still like beyond the grave to me. Is the nicest rapper of all time. Like mm-hmm. to me, you know. Now I can't. Now I I was <laughs> I was born in the '90s, so. I say don't really mean as much as people older than me, mm-hmm. but like I've heard rappers from the eighties be like, yo, like Pac did what we could not do. You know what I'm saying? He came up yeah. with what he could not, what we couldn't come up with. And like, I really have always respected the balance that Pac has, has been able to bring. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, it's funny. Pac is, he's unapologetic. Like he he yeah. was he was always mm-hmm. unapologetic. He didn't, he he said how he felt in his music and when when he did interviews and all that stuff. So I feel like a lot of artists nowadays are actually following that that same formula. So, and then yeah. the, the other people that you mentioned, Project Pat, um, Nas, yeah. that's a good mix. And I can tell yep. that the music <laughs> is like a good mix that you have of different styles. So that's yeah. actually dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Um, 
trademark, I got a good question for you. Punchlines yeah. or metaphors? <sighs> Punchlines or metaphors? Yeah. Ooh. You only can pick I one. Think, uh, I think I think the punchline is better. Mm. I think I think personally the punchline is better because because the punchline could be the metaphor and then some. Like it can it can be other it can be other literary techniques that are used as the punchline. Mm-hmm. Not just the metaphor. Mm. You know? Yeah, you're right. It's true. I mean so, Yeah, I mean that's I, I personally it's a toss up, but you know what? You the punchline, I wanna say guru. I listen to <laughs> Hey, I don't know. This needs to be said because on Instagram, dude is killing it right now. <laughs> like, what, what, man? You know what? Matter of fact, you can explain it better than I can. I mean, what, what's the what's the campaign you got going on on social right now? Oh man! So right now, I got I got the trade days going on right, and it's where I just put out content every single day. It's at least sixteen bars, and it's about whatever I want to talk about, whether it's about, uh, you know, just me flexing or talking about my relationship um, with with God or like how I feel about the world. But everything always has some bars in it, though, like everything. And I'm on I'm on day 37 right now and. I'm gonna just keep going until <laughs> until so I feel like stopping. So you you ain't run out yet? That's what nah. I was saying. <laughs> I thought, Yo, that's what I I was like. Everlasting bars. Oh, bro, oh my bad. Even... I'm on I'm on day 38 right now. My fault. I, I just put 38. out day 38. He don't, even, he don't even know what day it is. That's how that's how much he rapping. Like that's crazy to me. Hey. Now, you didn't run out of words yet? I would have ran out day four, fam. Day two. <laughs> I start I start recycling things by day four. Man. This man don't know. This man never heard a writer's block. Obviously, <laughs> man. You know what? In in the event of writer's block, which I um, which I don't really catch much, but if I get writer's block, I just don't write. <laughs> well, that that's simple. That's a Come simple equation. <laughs> go ahead, like, go ahead, and make a little yeah. quick sandwich, real quick. Yeah, you know, uh, watch, it, yo. watch some YouTube and then come back. Yeah, to it. yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. I, I think I heard from uh from Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. I think it was like if you if you get writer's block or you don't know what to write, then live a little and then you will then you will have content to to put in your in your songs. And you know, and that's just always what I follow. I've I've I heard that being said like when I was in high school. So I it's kind of always been a part of me to just follow that model. Mm. That's actually fantastic. That's interesting. Advice. I mean you can use that advice for anything. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you know so. What I'm saying, mm-hmm. don't force it. You working a nine to five, you get into a problem that you need to troubleshoot or anything like that. Walk around, maybe if you walk around, you'll find a way to do. You smell, fix that problem. Go, go smell some, go smell some, some of the trees. Go, just take, yeah. take a walk around the block. You know, exactly do something. You Which, know, what how I'm does yep. being high help you? I, I said, smell trees, sir. Smell trees. I said, take a walk. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. I see okay. where your mind is okay. at. Okay. All right, I'm just relax, man. I know it's the weekend, but you gotta chill. <laughs> you gotta relax. Hey, I got a question hey. for you. I got a question, yeah. man. So, you know, obviously, this is 2018, and music has changed mm-hmm. from 
you know, how it was in the past. But so mm-hmm. as music has changed now where a lot of people would consider the quality a little questionable, mm-hmm. how how would you compare that versus uh, some of the more traditional styles of, of music, you know, like back mm-hmm. in the 90s, early, t- whatever you want to consider the heyday of hip hop. Because you, cause you uh, mentioned, sorry, I was going to say, you mentioned ahead. pretty much dudes that were popping in the 90s, right. early mm-hmm. 2000s. If, yeah. you were, if you were to put Fetty Wap in there, like in, yeah. in one of the people, you know, that that made it change the equation. But it looks like he's you know, just No, nah, but you know what? He said, nah, but it, he threw a project pad in there, but I want to hear, I want to hear, you know, how, how do you, how do you compare the different eras and, and, and sort of how, you know, or what songs get the notoriety from the masses, right? Like I look at mm-hmm. an old town road and you hear yeah. that song as the hottest song right now. Nobody knows whether it's country hip hop or whatever the case is. Right. You know, which, what are your thoughts on that, man? Like, how does that make you feel as a, as an artist? Um, I mean, there, there are your, there are your your more hot button topics. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think since the beginning of like recording music, sex, drugs, and rock and roll has always been the the hot. They've always been the hot button topics. But people have always still respected what um, what people have have put out. You know, even if it's if it's if it's not necessarily that um if it's not um locked into those topics like yeah you, you know like and like michael jackson he didn't even he never talked about sex drugs and rock and roll really like i mean he talked he, he he like alluded to it but mm-hmm. like he never really was on it like that and people respected it just because it was him mm-hmm. and i think people always just they will know if if you are just truly authentic to who you are, then mm-hmm. then some people will will gravitate towards it because there's so much fake stuff that's being fed to you, you know, by like the media and by just I mean just life in general, like the, the like your boss, your your, your coworkers. Yeah. A, a lot of people just really operate on on fake energy, and they kind of want like. They want they want a you know a, a break from that. Yeah, they want so to they go to they go music. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's that's real. That's how that's how I operate. Like I don't like my my main topics aren't like they're not sex, dr- drugs, and rock and roll. But you know I just make sure that I'm just authentic with what I whatever I I, I present on the mic. Yeah. So that you know what I'm saying like people will um so people can relate to it. Yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be real with you. That's one of the realest things I heard in a while. Yeah, I mean that's that's being you, real with you. You you hit it on the head, and 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 actually, you know, I'm glad you actually brought that up because it brings me to one of your songs on 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 your latest EP, mm-hmm. um, that you dropped. And excuse me, I can't remember the name right now. Uh, Gucci belt, soul. It's called soul. Uh-uh. Oh yeah, yeah, the song Gucci belt though. Yeah. Um it seemed like a like a real song, you know, it can it, yeah. it seemed like it came from a real place. So what what made you what made you, you know, make that song and 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 how would you how how do you how do you <laughs> interpret that? The song you made oh, called Gucci Belt, man. So, man, 
you know what 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 made me write that song was um you know my bro- my brother is in college right now right and he um he 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 works while you're in college like i i worked while i was in college too like because otherwise you were just going to be eating <laughs> oodles and noodles every day. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, paying rent and stuff, right? So my brother, he he got, like, one of his first checks. Like, he got his first check, right? And me and him, we were talking on the phone. And then he was like, yo, I just got my first check. Uh, I was like, I was like, okay, where? What you going to do with it? Then he was like, he was like, man. I'm about to, I'm about to buy me a Gucci belt, dog. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was like, dog, what is a Gucci belt going to do for you? Yeah? <laughs> and this, you know, this, this is my youngest brother. I'm the, I'm the oldest of three. So yeah. this, mm-hmm. uh, this is my youngest brother. And he was like, he was like, yeah, man, I'm about to buy a Gucci belt. Yeah. He was like, I'm just, he was like, man, I'm just one stunt, you know? And, um, and I was just like, man, this, you know, I, I, I overanalyze everything. I'm like, dang, this is the first thing that we want to do, like, with our money is, mm-hmm. is, is prove that we got money, you know, mm-hmm. and even, mm-hmm. even if we, even if we don't, because I think, I think the, what proves you as money is if you own, uh, if you own and control resources. So that's why I did it. And I did it before Gucci even put out the blackface and all that. I was like, I was like, yo, like, right? You know, we could, we could, we, we, we're buying all this money, we're buying all this Gucci, but like, we could put it into a stock or something so we can just get paid anytime they make money off of it, yeah. right, you know? Right. Yeah, so, yeah, now you, uh, that's deep. hey, bro, that's you, deep. you, you hitting on the, <laughs> man, you hitting it all, man. Uh, this, this man sound like, Malcolm X to me, dog. I ain't gonna lie. He's <laughs> speaking to Malcolm X reincarnated right now. What the hell is going on? He knows what he's talking about, though. Um, Man, yo, let's peace to the elder. <laughs> right, peace to the elder. Hey, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit, man. You know, we wanna we wanna have a little have a little bit of fun, a little bit of lightheartedness, and we're yeah. gonna give you a, a new segment here, a little word association. So when we say a word. We want you to tell tell us the first thing that comes into your into your mind. You cool with that? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh man. All right. First word is mambo sauce slash Nike boots. Mambo sauce and Nike boots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DC. Hmm. All right. DC. Nipsey Hustle. Man. Uh, le- legend, legend, okay, legend. He's um, yeah. You said first word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One word. We know. We know. We know. There's a whole lot behind all of that. Especially this days. next one. You can go for days. Especially this next, this next one. one. This one's gonna uh, really get serious. Uh-huh. Lion King. Lion King, Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said he was going to say, no, right? you said Simba. Oh, I said he going to no, say you Simba. Said Simba. Okay. Mufa- said Mufasa Simba. was the bad guy, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. What? Wait, Mufasa was the bad guy, right? Damn. Yeah, I was wrong with this guy. I ain't seen Lion King since 1990. Uh, That's Simba's dad, bro. That's Simba's dad. Oh, Mufasa's Simba's dad. You talking about Scar. Scar. The uncle. The crazy uncle. Yeah, Okay. I, I got plenty of Lion King bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all right. So another game. We're going to give mm-hmm. you a sentence, and we either want you to finish the sentence or fill in the blank within the sentence. All right? Okay. 
Oh my gosh. This one's gonna be fun. This is, you know, <laughs> we, we, you know, we try to have a little bit of have a little bit of fun, you know. Uh, <laughs> the first one is my account overdrafted blank amount uh-huh. of times. Oh man. <laughs> Too many times to count. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's real. That's real. Hey, listen, that it happens yeah. to everybody, all right? It happens to it the happens best of us. At some point to everybody in life. If it if it mm-hmm. doesn't, your name is Donald Trump. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Everlasting money. All right, next question. The longest I've gone without rhyming is <sighs> less than a day. Less than a wow, damn, that's dedication. Less than a day, yo. I'm convinced, man. He, this man has created a couple words in the English language. Like, how how, how can you go less than a day without rhyming and you wow. haven't created words yourself? I have. I, no, it's God, a three letter damn, word. Man. This God, is a, this is God, <laughs> yeah, yes, right. for sure, man. Right. Three letter word. All right, and the next one and the last one is. Mm-hmm. Hip hop has been blank to me thus far. Hip hop has been what to me thus far? Blank. We want you to fill in the blank, right? Mm. So hip hop has, has been blank to hip-hop me thus far. Hip hop has been progressing to me thus far. Mm. Can you ala- can you elaborate on what that means? Um. So hip hop is. It's not. It's not what I grew up with. With with the I, I started listening at a very young age, like seven, eight, during the the Bad Boy Mace era. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My favorite and, era. And uh, yeah, yeah the shiny Jiggy suits era. and all. Oh, shiny yeah, suits. Yeah, and like you know, DMX all that. But then like, oh, DMX but now, it. but now hip hop, like I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a bar connoisseur. You know what I'm saying? And I and I do like making records and stuff but like there are people like young thug who really drive the sound of hip-hop and i i really i like seeing that that there are still people that that just drive the sound like um you know that that really uh speak to like the melodies it's more melody driven in hip-hop now than it was more so than uh 20 years ago and i think the balance is needed um you know just because people people want to hear things that they can kind of like sing out and stuff, but then there's a good mix with the bars too. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I mean, for me, the word that I would use is fearless. Mm -hmm. Like hip hop artists are a lot more fearless today than they were back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back in the day, I feel like during Puff Daddy's era, they were scared to sing. Mm -hmm. They were scared to drop anything with a melody. Right. 50 yeah. Cent literally was clowning Ja Rule for singing, and right. he was singing himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did the same what thing. What kind of mind fuckery is, is, is this man 50 Cent on, nah, but dog? Ja Rule was singing on another level. He was, he was singing. What would I be without you? He was singing, singing. Yeah, you're right, you're right. That jump was hard, too. It was hard. It was, it was tight, though. It was tough, though. I like Ja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I, I really like, man, we really like you, man. You, we like your answers. We like the way your mind works. Um. What new music do you have dropping that the people can go check out? Shoot, right right now I have um if you if you go on any streaming platform, go on Apple, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube, because some people don't have these streaming sites, go on YouTube and you can listen to anything that I do. Um 
and you just type in trademark. It's T-R-3-D-E-M-A-R-K. Um, I put out the Soul uh, EP, and that was the most recent project that I put out, and I will be putting out Truth very soon. Okay. All right. Any yeah, T-R-3. T-R-3-D-E-M-A-R-K. And for the people that don't have the streaming platform and stuff, you can just go on YouTube mm-hmm. and you can listen to everything. And uh, social medias, is there any you want to shout out? Oh, yeah. Um, Instagram, I am trademark. I am, so I-A-M-T-R-3, D-E-M-A-R-K. I am T-R-3, D-E-M-A-R-K. You know? And um, that's, I, I usually do everything for my Instagram. My Twitter is up, too. But I, I do everything from Instagram, though. Okay. All right. Oh, you don't use no MySpace? Yeah. Black <laughs> black, you ain't on Black. You ain't on Zanga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you, man? You ain't on MySpace? Even though on, on day 33, I had to shout out MySpace, though, because I did a rhyme about high school. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, uh, uh, I went back into I went back into high school. I was like, on MySpace, just with the curly hair messaging me, like, don't be a stranger. My girl got my password. She's suppressing anger. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, <laughs> like yeah. that's really, oh man, that's them, really, those days, yeah. man. I'm I'm glad them days are behind us. I ain't yes. gonna lie to you. Although, even though, even, although even though it was, we should, it was we should nostalgic, all be tech <laughs> we, should be we, tech, we should all be tech wizards Yo, because of MySpace, though. My that is true. Took actual that is true. technology. Yo. That is true, man. You you ain't lying. Uh, you know how hard it was to try to remove Tom out the top eight. I was like, dog, I, I do not want Tom on my top eight. Tom just kept showing up, man. I'm like, you delete him, he come back the next day. You like, dog, how the, the hell? I had to go into the yep. HTML of MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had the developer edition. I'm over here man, removing anchor text. Uh, oh, oh man. man. Oh, that was a good era. Hey bro, we we appreciate you for joining us, man. Honestly. Man, thank you. Thank we you. We appreciate you for joining us. We look forward to hearing some of your new music. Um Yeah, man. And you uh you 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 a wise guy, man. You part of the family, man. Don't be a stranger, man. You want Anytime you want to come back, chop it up with us, talk about some music. We're gonna be here. You welcome, Trust man. You welcome here. Meet me, oh, Casa yeah. Sukasa. Man, man, just let me know, man. It's it's been an honor for real, for real. Hey, man, we appreciate that, man. Yeah. All right, bro. We gonna holler later. Hey. Absolutely, y'all be easy out here. Absolutely, right, you, you too, man. You too, man. Hey, hey, hold on, and everybody, everybody on on you all talking, y'all are all following me on Instagram too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure that hey. I need y'all to be following me on Instagram and to be uh, subscribed to the YouTube also. Hey, tell them, man. Yes, Speaking sir. into existence. Matter of fact, man, we finding them. We finding anybody that ain't following you, man. We send yeah. fines. Yeah, track them down. Yeah, track them down. Track them down. We do. We got to. Absolutely, man. All right, bro. Hey, y'all take care, man. Be easy out here. Yeah. All right, peace. All right, yo. God bless. It was five stops. All right. So now that we've gotten to our ill-advised thoughts segment, which is usually the segment where we should be giving our ill-advised thoughts on something that's, you know, we think you guys should be listening to, checking for reading about, looking into. So with that being said, I have to let you guys know that this week I heard a song for the first time 
by G Easy called Spectacular Now on his B sides EP that he put out, I think last year, right? This is not about G Easy, right? This is more so about what G Easy, a line he said in his song that sparked a thought of mine that I wanted to share with you guys moving forward. G Easy said, we have to, and he's not the first person to say that. I just want to point that point this out. He said, we have to start appreciating our legends, not when they die, but while they're still alive, right? He was referencing Nipsey Hussle, and he was saying, we cannot keep waiting till people die to give them their flowers, right? I thought, it, I, you know what? As simplistic as that sounds, people still don't do it. So you know what I'm going to do? Moving forward, I'm going to start doing that. You know who comes to mind first and foremost based on an interview I saw this week? Master P. Mm. Master P is arguably the most important figure in hip-hop that gets zero credit by your average and your, your, your casual fan of their typical hip-hop knowledge. Why do I say that? Well, if you're familiar with the history of 90s hip-hop, which most people conveniently leave him out of because they really only care about Pac and Biggie, right, and all of the controversy that surrounded the 90s, Nas is included towards the later part of the 90s with his classic album Illmatic. Actually, I think it was it was mid. I think he dropped that. 94, I want to say. Jay-Z somehow thrown in the mix. But Jay-Z has had a storied career that spans way beyond the 90s musically. Why is Master P so important? Well, probably because he's one of the first artists that was able to establish a label deal. A label deal. Where he was able to keep 100% of his publishing. He was able to keep 100% of his masters. I don't know who the hell this man had, uh, 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 you know, this leverage over. I don't know how Master P was able to negotiate this into these deals that he was making in the 90s that was so groundbreaking that... There was really nobody else who even came close to even doing some of the business things that he was able to accomplish. Obviously, ended up creating No Limit. It spawned the career of some people who were hot then, maybe not so much now. You still have the Shockers. I mean, the list goes on. The point that I'm making is not necessarily who he put on musically and whether or not those people sprung to be legends or not. It's more so about the methodology behind doing business from someone that was, who came from nothing. Like he came from poverty. How, how could he have structured these type of deals in the nineties that even to this day, there's not, there's not even really a glimpse of people even making these type of moves, even in 2019. So with all that being said, I think of the people who, who have that sort of business savvy, over the years and honestly master p is in a is in a league of his own and that's facts he's dropping his new movie which i might see just out of support i got the hookup too what i got the hookup too it's coming out dog what it's coming out it's coming out wow 
I got the hookup too. It's coming out. And the most important thing about this movie is not that a sequel is dropping. It's that he has kept that same mentality of owning your own, creating a production film company that is solely built by him, managed by him, ran by him and his his son, Lil Romeo, who y'all might know, or Romeo, for those of you guys who know he's not a little dude anymore. The point is, he is trying to be along the lines of a Lionsgate, right? Uh, Universal Studios. These are big moves that most people don't really even think to accomplish. They can only dream of. Now, while we will never know if he will actually get there, but the point is, I got to start. I got to tip my hat to Master P, man. He's a legend who never gets talked about and who should be talked about way more for some of the groundbreaking things that he's done in his career. That's wow. all I got to say. Well, well said. I, I actually think Ma- Master P is a legend. He's a multimillionaire. Uh, he's a guy that just kind of paved the way for owning your own and just just being limitless when it comes to entrepreneurship. So I'm 100% with you on that. Yeah. It's my turn. Yeah, what you got? So, you know, there's so many words these kids are using these days. A lot of these kids and rappers, I would say. You got cap. You got drip. You got finessing. You got scammer. Etc. Etc. But there's this one word that I think has been used a lot that people are not really talking about. Doopy. Oh shoot! You hear them thunderstorms though? You didn't hear no thunderstorms? No. Okay. In the last couple of years, <laughs> what the fuck? There's been a couple of UK artists using the word. I believe I heard um, Giggs use the word before. Jamaican artists are using the word. You mean Duppy? Duppy, yes. Not Doopy. Oh, it's not Doopy? Duppy. I, I thought you meant Duppy. That's what I meant to say. Duppy. I know what that means. I'm sorry. I know exactly Duppy. what that means. But over here in the States, it got really popular with Drake, where uh, in his beef with Pusha T, Drake dropped Duppy Freestyle. In my opinion, that freestyle has one of the best beats of all time, but nor here nor there. On it, we got to hear a heinous version of Drake. Remember, Drake is heartbreak Drake. You know, nice guy, gets himself into relationships and and always ends up the guy that gets hurt. But in that one instance, Drake was violent. Drake was angry. He was heinous. He was tenacious. So how sure are we that was actually Drake? Maybe that was a duppy that was taking the form of Drake on that song. But let's 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 move on. So I wanna I wanted to just talk a little bit more about Duppy and what it means because apparently you know what Duppy means. I did not know what Duppy meant. I looked it up because I was like, yo, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people say it. Why don't I look it up? In a nutshell, Duppy is referred to and is referred to as an evil spirit that typically haunts people at night. Its origins are from the Caribbeans and Africa. 
and particularly Ghana is the, the biggest place that kept coming up when I looked it up. Uh, some say duppies can take the forms of dwarfs, vampires, animals, or what people will perceive as ghosts here. In other words, a duppy is an unsettled spirit. So while haters are throwing shade at people, ballers are flossing with their expensive whips, all that stuff. These days, rappers are casting duppies at their enemies. And if you are somebody that has beef with somebody else, I don't think that's some problems that you want, player. Wait, you hear them thunderstorms? I'm hearing thunderstorms. I am hearing thunderstorms. Duppy. Oh! <laughs> oh! You didn't you didn't you didn't hear Drake on the song? He was disappointed. He just said Oh He was like <sighs> The nerve. Yeah. Duppy. That was not that was not Drake. <laughs> that was Drake. I'm convinced that was not Drake. It was a spirit. There's Listen. no way a light skinned person could be that heinous. Here we go. Here we go with the colorism. That is not Drake. Here we here we go. We Yo, need to have an intervention. Lights are flickering. We right need to now. have an intervention with you, man. Yo, the lights are flickering right now. Hey, uh, yeah, but Yo, wait. The duppy is are these mics still on? Wait, form, uh, the alcohol. The, are the mics still on? The alcohol oh, is moving. Oh boy. Oh, what did you get? Did did I get us in trouble with this ill-advised thoughts? Oh boy. Gotta go. Oh man, we gotta go. Mew. All right. Uh, yeah, we gotta get the hell out of here before this dubby hits. Uh, matter of fact, I gotta get the hell away from you because I have no business involved with 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 any of this. All right, that's this is your thought. Oh my god. Uh, right, as always, y'all know, check us out social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Dream Vision Network, RatingsGameMusic.com. Ooh. Any last thoughts other than um, I'm getting the hell out of here. You got to go get baptized. Uh, hey, bro. To cleanse your soul. Hey, bro. You don't mind if I sleep on the couch today, man. Like, I, I not because I'm scared. Not because I'm scared. Uh, anyway, man. Just because I need a change of scenery. Listen, on that note, if you're giving advice, make sure it's not a duppy. Yes, sir.